You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with Dr. Darren McKeever of McKeever Dental Care in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Dr. McKeever has been in private practice since 1988, and he is uniquely experienced in oral surgery, implantology, prostodontics, periodontics, endodontics, and laser dentistry. Dr. McKeever has been awarded the status of diplomate in the International Congress of Oral Implantologists, and he has also been awarded the most prestigious title for general dentists the Academy of General Dentistry's coveted Mastership Award, and fewer than 1% of all dentists can claim this distinction. Dr. McKeever has been named a top dentist by the New Jersey Monthly Magazine, as well as other publications. Dr. McKeever is widely considered to be one of the top dentists in the New Jersey, New York metro area, and he is also a contributing member of our National Network of Industry Professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic, dental anxiety. Hello, Dr. McKeever. How are you today? I'm a little nervous, Liz. This is a big, fun topic for me. I love this one. Well, I'm glad you love it because I have a lot of really good questions for you that people are really curious about. So let's get started. Now, if someone has real dental anxiety, what symptoms can they exhibit and how severe can they be? Dental anxiety can be an amazing inhibitor for people to get the care that they need. Um, you know, the, the symptoms that they may show are, oh, they get sick before a visit and they have to call to cancel, or uh, the symptomology that they were having has completely disappeared when they get to the office because they're really afraid of what the answer might be to, why am I having trouble? Um, you know, it, it can be really severe and, and completely shut a patient down to the point where they don't even want to share what's happening with them. I've had people literally come into the office in discomfort and pain and sit there and cry, and we're thinking, wow, that's amazing pain. But really what they're crying about is they're just so terrified to be in the chair. Uh, it's something that we struggle with as a species, uh, fear, because it's a great inhibitor for getting, you know, uh, healthy. And what are the most common aspects of a dental visit that people are most anxious about? Well, I, I really think it boils into a couple of things. One, obviously, pain and discomfort. Nobody wants to be hurt. Now, I can't ever promise a patient that they're not going to feel something, but I always promise them you're going to be so well prepared if you're going to feel something that you can handle it. But it's either pain and then the other side of the coin to that tends to be control. Some people, because they're so afraid of the potential for discomfort, will try and exert so much control over the situation that they're afraid if they relax on the control, they're immediately going to have pain. And that's another animal altogether because, you know, when people are feeling that, it's almost like they're influencing the outcome of the treatment because the patient, or the, I'm sorry, the dentist has to respond to that, and therefore they may later put themselves right into the scenario where they are having discomfort 
because they've elected to modify treatment in one way or another, and it's really in the long term not in their best interest. So, you know, some of the aspects of a, of a dental visit that people are uh, uncomfortable about, it's either pain or are they going to be able to exert control to keep themselves in their comfort zone? Okay. And how important is it to sit down and speak to the dentist about your fears or concerns? It's critical. It's absolutely critical because, you know, we can sort of figure out if somebody's coming in and they're anxious based on certain cues that they give us. But sometimes if they're not willing to accept it, to admit it to themselves, and we say, you know, hey, I think you might be a little anxious over this procedure, it can come across as insulting. And I would never want to do that. But people need to be honest with themselves because I can't help them if I don't understand what their parameters might be on how comfortable they are in the chair. I mean, let's face it, if you're coming in for dental care, there's a chance you're going to have to get an injection to put a tooth temporarily numb, or you're going to really feel it. But if I don't know that you're someone who has a history of literally hitting the dentist when you get you know, an injection, mm-hmm. I should know that, not because I'm worried about getting hit, but... During the procedure, if you move, that could cause damage. So people really, really just need to open up and and develop that rapport with the dentist. We're really here to help. We're here to serve the patient. And to serve the patient the best, we really have to understand what they're feeling. And that leads to this question. Do you have a particular strategy for helping your patients cope with their dental anxiety? Absolutely. My opinion is as long as the patient feels that they have enough control during the procedure, up to a point, but they have enough control for them to feel comfortable, they tend to relax. My analogy that I give people is that, you know, you can respond to an issue in two different ways if you know you're going to have the same issue, but on one end, you're not going to see it coming. It's going to jump out of the dark. It's going to you know, do something to you without you being prepared. You're going to have a much more dramatic and negative response than if you see it coming, you're prepared for it, you face it head on, whatever the same reaction is that you're going to have, you're going to be in control of it, and it's not going to be something as bad when it's dealt with that way. Some people, we, we literally, you know, have to let them know up to a point you have all the control in the chair. I mean, not to the point where I'm literally handing you the drill and you're working the foot pedal drilling yourself, but you need to stop. You, you need to catch your breath. You're, you feel like you're drowning a little bit. Just, we're going to stop. We're going to help. We're going to deal with that issue. We're going to make you feel comfortable, and then we'll restart when you're ready. You know, when we try and rush through and just get focused and tunnel vision on, oh, I have to drill the lower right bicuspid, that's crazy. This is somebody's mom, maybe, who's in the chair, somebody's sister, somebody's dad. You know, they're not a bunch of white crashing rocks that molest food and then you swallow who climb the stairs, park the car, and now they're sitting in the chair. It's a human being, it's a person, and they need to be treated like that. Okay, that's wonderful. So lastly... What are some other ways dentists can help patients overcome their dental anxiety? 
Well, if we can't get through it with sort of, I guess, a behavioral modification of letting them know that we're here to help, then we have to go to the next levels of relaxation. A lot of people ask about nitrous oxide, known as laughing gas. It can be a double-edged sword. Um, sometimes people get a little too relaxed so that they get a little uh, uncomfortable with how they feel. Uh, another step that can be done instead of that, although on this next one you really uh, shouldn't be allowed to drive, is there are oral medications that can be given for people to relax them. They don't knock them out, but they relax them enough so that they can handle all the bumps you know, and jumps that come along during the process because they just can't feel like they can get enough control to feel comfortable in the chair. And then, unfortunately, we have some people who may even have anxiety that's so bad it becomes a physiologic problem, like they gag constantly just when they open their mouth or they feel a little bit of water in the back of their throat and, and they can't handle that. They have a panic disorder maybe. That's where we have to consider an IV sedation scenario um, because you don't want to have the inhibition of being able to get comfortable in the chair end up with a bad result in the dentistry. Who wants to have dentistry done more than once? Nobody. So if you're going to do it, you want to make sure it's successful the first time. So sometimes we actually literally have to bring an anesthesiologist into the office and we use IV sedation to get people comfortable. And that works out great. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. McKeever. We know you're extremely busy, so I just want to thank you for your time and all your help today. My pleasure, Liz. Thank you. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Darren McKeever, you can either go online to www.mckeeverdentalcare.com or call 973-839-8180 to schedule an appointment. On behalf of our entire team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading industry professionals. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. 